Welcome back, I guess, if you've been listening, which, looking at my stats, I know you haven't, and that's okay. I just wanted to record something really brief, partly because I just need to get off my chest, and partly also because I need to remember this myself, and just doing this is a great mental exercise for my memory. Um, One is... Being a caregiver is exhausting. I don't care how you look at it. I have a son with autism, a husband with his own set of issues and neurological problems. We are in a fairly good place right now, but I remember 10 years ago when we were so not, and what I did to keep myself straight was create a family manual so that I didn't have to remember everything and that if something happened to me, if there was an emergency or to take one to the hospital or, you know, whenever I couldn't physically be there, there was everything that anybody would ever need to know about our household, our family, our, you know, pets, as you heard, um, all the symptoms, all the medical stuff, all the important information, you know, so how basically you could step into my life and completely take it over and that's how I created the family why I created the family manual because I knew that there would be times where I need somebody to literally step into my role and take over especially like when my husband was having surgery and I had to leave my kid with family but he has his own issues and I wanted to absolutely minimize disruptions So I'm going to do that for my dad, and I'm going to do it in a way that allows him to have as much control over his decisions as possible, where there's lots of clarity, and people can look at this family manual, this, what we'll call it, the dad manual, and look at it and say, he wants this, he doesn't want that. This is this, this is that. And, you know, I'm not going to, like in four days, have them fill it all out, but I'm going to give him a starting place. Um, I'm going to really make it about him. And if we make it about him and his choices, he will feel better and more empowered. And then we'll work on the other piece, which is adapting the family expectations and lifestyle to deal with the actual problem they're facing so that they, A, don't have to worry so much about the details, and B, it'll give them space. Because what the family manual did for me, really, is I got all that, you know, the concrete stuff out. All the the reality day-to-day overall big picture stuff out that was really important. You know, all the legal stuff, all the medical stuff, all the you know, day-to-day operations of my house, got that all out. And that really cleared up mental space in my head to then be able to process what the hell I was actually dealing with. Like, it gave me time to grieve the changes and, and uh, you know, my, it gave me time to process my husband's sudden diagnosis where we went from living you know, 
like normal people to, you know, things changing drastically. I went from having a maid to uh, having to get food stamps because of an unexpected sudden diagnosis. And we hadn't planned for that, which was stupid. Um, but we were both young and healthy and, and probably like a lot of Americans just thought, you know, it'll be all right. And for a while it really wasn't, but we made it work and we're okay. We're okay now. But that's just saying that like, you know, having the family manual really, really gave me the space to be able to process everything, grieve and move on in a healthy way because I wasn't quite so exhausted. So that is if, if you were ever dealing with any kind of like health thing or what that something that's going to be chronic in your life, having a family manual is important. And a family manual too can be like positive stuff. You can put fun stuff in there. So, you know, like with my son who has autism, I put in the things he likes to do, his interest, fun activities, things we aspire to do, vacations we want to take. So stuff like that goes into your family manual too. So it's not just all the, you know, bad stuff, etc. It's not just all the boring stuff, but you can put fun stuff in there too. And then it's I always think it'd be fun to look back at that family manual. We don't use it anymore. And I think one of the reasons we don't use it anymore is that because we had that manual in place, uh, it really did free up that headspace for me. And everybody got better, I guess is a better word for it. Or we all like were able to cope and adapt. And now, you know, things run not perfectly, but smoother and you know in the future maybe I'll do it but I need to do an operations manual for my business it's the same kind of thing so whatever and I'm just thinking about this trip and how to introduce the idea of a family manual to my parents to my father and use it in a way that advocates for him and use it a way as, you know, something that also brings peace of mind and comfort to my mom and my sisters because it's not, you know, it is something that should bring like a sense of relief to everybody. You know, everything's in one place. There's lots of clarity. It opens up discussions. And I'm, so I'm going to go see if somebody has a workbook for it or something. And I'm bringing it with me and all that good stuff. But gosh, it's exhausting. It's exhausting. I'm 12, 14, two weeks, two weeks out from vacation. And, uh, well, half of half working, half vacation. So I'm two weeks out from a business trip, three weeks out from going to visit my parents and I'm exhausted and like life, nothing goes exactly as planned. So like I spent, I don't know, 24 hours on a project that should have taken three hours and wasn't anybody's fault it was just a perfect storm of everything and I did a lot of laughing about it and then I you know because I'm crazy I took on a new client on Monday and got their stuff done 
and then had a call with them today on a Saturday because I'm super nice and I said every time I say I'm not going to take any new clients I uh I get people who are like can you please let me you know can you please take my money and work with me which is really flattering I gotta stop though I gotta stop I gotta stop that so I need to take a pause I'm getting ready to hire a team leader who basically is going to step into what I do. So now I'm going to need to create an onboarding thing for him. I'm going to need to create a how to be me manual, but hopefully hiring him is going to be the best investment that I make in my business besides my assistant. So I'm going to have lots of work for my assistant in the next couple weeks. So hopefully, you know, which is good in a way because, you know, my team is all contractors. Technically, the IRS calls them vendors. They're all vendors. So when I take a vacation, they take a vacation. So hopefully what they'll be doing in the next couple weeks will make them enough money to get through the two weeks that I am gone. And technically, no, two weeks because when I come back, we should be working ahead for all our clients by then. So looking forward to that. It takes pressure off of everybody. Clients are really happy to be getting ahead. So that's good. But I'm just like, I don't want to do anything. So, and then I want to do all the things. And when I say I don't want to do anything or I'm going to take the day off, it's never taking the day off. One day I'll get to that place, but I'm not there yet. And then again, I love working. I love what I do. I am find it compelling and interesting and I get excited about it. So I'm going to go do something that I am excited about. So scared about, but very excited about. So anyway, that's it. That's enough for me. Just, you know, if you're dealing with a parent with dementia, oh boy. Yeah. Commiserate with me. Uh, I don't know. There's probably an email address with like whatever with this podcast I haven't even looked I haven't even played with Anchor that much so I'm really just using this to express myself and be my podcasting playground in a way I guess playground and dementia don't really go together but you know what I mean I'm just like experimenting while you know doing something therapeutic for myself um I think you could probably leave some sort of comment or recording or whatever you know whatever uh anyway thank you for listening to me ramble thank you for understanding this is a very raw unedited unscripted just therapeutic podcast I'm putting out into the world you know I don't hope to accomplish anything with it except for just kind of document my story for me personally and you know get this stuff off my chest and think out loud because I and really create space for myself creating space for myself to deal with this because that's one thing that I am not very good at so I'm trying to do better and this is my year personally of creating space for myself so there we go everybody happy 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 I don't have a sign off I don't care Bye.